Welcome to Season 2 of the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is July 13th, 2020. And as usual, I'm going to try to make this podcast short, but most of the time it doesn't work out that way. So Season 1, if you don't know, was about my journey going through my midlife crisis. And I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And in saying that, I believe that if you are listening to this podcast, then there is something in it for you, whether it's season one or it's season two. And in season two, I am discussing the things that I experience on a day-to-day basis. And that's pretty much it. (laughs) So, I have had a very interesting weekend. So we first started off with a gentleman that I had met maybe about two weeks ago. And he had been trying to get my attention for about a year, actually. And so I finally decided to give him my number. And I noticed that he only called me while he was at work. Never before work, never after work, never on his days off. So I kind of figured that he lives with a woman. And he's cheating on that woman. And the only thing he wants from me is my vagina. So my goal was to cock block from the very beginning. And so I asked him, are you in a relationship? Are you living with someone? He said, no. I said, okay. Well, when you get a chance, you know, uh... You let me know when you have free time so that you and I can sit down and talk to get to know each other. You know, just have a a general idea of who we are and what it is that, you know, we want. And um, that never happened. He never even bothered to call and talk over the phone. So I said, okay, I got to get rid of this guy. And so I did. In the midst of all of that, an ex contacted me. And I hadn't heard from him in about five years. And I was wondering why he still had my number. Now, according to him, I spoke badly to him. And uh, quite honestly, Tron, I didn't even remember doing so. However, I'm noble, I have integrity. I have morals. I'm a good communicator. You know, I take accountability when I need to take accountability. I don't have a problem with admitting that I'm wrong. And I don't have a problem with extending an apology. So I said to him, you know, I don't remember it. However, I do extend an apology to you. And if you said this is what I did and it bothered you or it hurt you, I assure you it won't happen again. A couple of days later, I just had one of my aha moments, you know, those, those, those moments when a light bulb just kind of goes off and it comes from out of the clear blue sky. Well, for me, it's more like God speaking. And so I had that moment and it, that moment said to me, he realized that I didn't have any respect for him. And I didn't. 
And I wasn't going to lie to myself. And I certainly wasn't going to lie to him. So I decided we're not going to move past this. So I ended things with him. That wasn't the only reason why. I had problems with him being transparent. If I said to him, you know, you did ABC and I'm, I'm just asking XYZ of you, he would kind of flip things around on me and make it seem like I was the one that was in the wrong. And that made me feel like he didn't give a damn about my stance or my position or my perspective or how I felt. So that was another reason why I had gotten rid of him. The other reason why I had gotten rid of him is because I knew that we weren't going to be in a relationship because I didn't have any respect for him. So it didn't make logical sense to me to continue on. Nevertheless, five years later, he contacts me this weekend and I'm like, you know, what do you want? But in the back of my mind, I knew it had something to do with my vagina. Because if you don't speak to somebody over the course of five years, then all of a sudden you just pop up, your ass is single, and you're looking for somebody to have sex with. Like, let's just keep it all the way real. And so my goal, once again, was to cock block. And so, very nicely, I asked him what made him contact me after all this time, seeing that I had treated him or spoken to him so poorly. You got to have a, a, a good high self-esteem for yourself to say, I'm not going to stay in this situation where someone doesn't respect me. I'm not going to lay down with someone who does not respect me. I'm not going to invest my time into someone who does not respect me. So to me, I wasn't understanding why he would subject himself to something like that. And he got all in his feelings about it and once again, you know, reversed everything back on me and all sorts of things. And he was saying I had an attitude and all sorts of shenanigans that I really didn't honestly care about. And so I said to him, you know, well, best of luck to you. You know, take care. Bye-bye. And so hopefully I won't hear from him again. And then we come to the third guy. Where we're supposed to be working out our relationship. And just coming to a place where we are on the same page. And I had broken up with him previously. Uh, because we weren't connecting. The communication was awful. He was making decisions that excluded me. And I felt some type of way about that. Because to me, if you are making plans, you know, for your life, for yourself, and you don't include your significant other, there's a reason for that. The question just becomes, what is the reason? Nevertheless, that still had me feeling some type of way. Because why am I thinking, let's build, when he's thinking, I'm just going to go on about my life. 
and do what I do. To me, that's not a relationship. So I ended it. Two months later, he came back around and he actually was transparent. He laid everything out on the table and we talked things through. I told him what my expectations of him were. He told me what his expectations of me were. And I thought that we were on the same page. But then we went back to square one again with the division. We're not connecting. The communication is horrible. We're not seeing each other. We see each other once every two months. To me, that's not a relationship. How can you get to know someone when you don't communicate with them and you're not around them? I did a post that said the best way to get to know someone is there's three ways. You're around them a lot, you talk to them a lot, and you live with them. None of those things were happening. And I know how men are. When they see someone they want, they will move mountains to be with that woman. Come hella high water, they will do what they need to do to be with that woman. There's no one and nothing that can stop them. And so none of this was happening. And to be quite honest with you, tribe, I don't even find that to be the dilemma. What I think is happening is that God is keeping a firmament between him and I, where we just will not, God is not allowing us to connect. I don't think that God wants us to be in a relationship, to be honest with you. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. You could plan for your life to go a certain way. But if it's not approved by God, you're not going to get it. Some people get it. Whatever it was that they planned for their life, but that's only because God approved of it. And so, this gentleman and I, we're, 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 not, we're not connecting. We're not communicating. And so, one day I wondered, you know, he made a plan to take his vacation in Florida. And... I didn't even know he made that plan. When I contacted him, that's when he told me he was on vacation in Florida. And of course I felt some type of ways. I said, but if you're on vacation in Florida, why did you exclude me from that? Why didn't you say to me beforehand, hey, this is where I'm going on my vacation. I know you have to work. Can you come out Friday through Sunday? We'll spend a couple of days together. He never did any of those things. Even when he got back, he didn't even say, hey, I'm back. I didn't even see him when he got back. Like to this day, I hadn't seen him since he has gotten back. And a couple of weeks has gone by. And so today I had said to him, well, let me backtrack. And so I said to myself, I wonder how he would feel if I were to make plans and exclude him. And then tell him that I've made this plan for myself and never mention him. I wonder how that would make him feel. I got an opportunity to go to the Hamptons and that's exactly what I did. I went to the Hamptons. That's what I did. And when I spoke to him, uh, 
he knew that I was in the Hamptons. And I could, you know how you can feel people's vibes? I felt his vibes through the phone where his whole heart had ached a little bit. It was like a pulsating pain for a couple of seconds. It came, stayed for a couple of seconds, it pulsated, and then it left. And I said, oh, now he understands how he made me feel. He felt it. Okay. I talked things through with him. We were supposed to be on the same page again. And we were not. He made arrangements to get together with me, not once but twice. And he was a no-call, no-show, not once but twice. So I didn't say anything to him because I thought, you know, to make this type of complaint, though it would be valid, at the same time it would be petty to say, you know, you could have called me or texted me and told me that whatever it was that you were going to say, but just let me know that you are going to show up. And so because he did that, I knew that he was being petty and tit for tat and was holding a grudge because I went to the Hamptons and excluded him. But it never dawned on him why I even did it to begin with. I just wanted to show him how he makes me feel. Because with some people, when you tell them, they don't get it. But when you show them and they have that personal experience, then they understand. But it seemed like that did not work. Well, it worked to an extent. But it didn't make anything better. It didn't cause anything to change. It didn't cause him to step up as a man. It didn't do anything but made things worse. And I feel like I am too mature to be in a relationship with someone who's immature, who's petty, and who's not a man. And also someone who's a bad communicator. So, I decided that I wanted to get rid of him. I did. And I knew that if I would poke the bear, that the petty bear would rise and I could just pounce all over the opportunity. And so, I reached out to him and I said, hey, I would like to connect with you. And... Um, yeah, let's make that happen. And he wanted to know what that meant. So I said, emotionally connect with you, be in your presence, talk to you, communicate with you. And the only thing he saw was communicate. And he stuck to that one thing. And he flipped it around on me and said, you're the one that's not communicating. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I'm sending you love notes. I'm letting you know I'm thinking of you. I'm reaching out to you. You know, I'm asking you if you're all right, if you need anything. It's like I'm, I'm the man when I have a vagina. And it's not sufficient enough. It's not good enough. So why am I going to keep doing something that's, first of all, out of, out of my feminine element and not not something that 
is bringing me any reward. It's like when you when you want to change in your life, one of the things that I personally like to do is to speak affirmations. And so I speak the affirmations into the atmosphere. Whether I'm in my home, whether I'm on a walking trail, whether I'm connecting with nature, whether I'm just, you know, going to the supermarket, you know, I kind of just put that energy into the atmosphere. And it gives me back my request. Sometimes it's today, sometimes it's tomorrow, sometimes it's years later. But the universe gives me back my request. And so when I was pouring my energy out into this man, I was not getting energy back. And so when he responded to me the way that he did, I said, you know, I said to him, we're back at square one again with the bad communication, with the not connecting, with the not being around each other, with the this and the that and the that to the this. And I told you this is what I had needed to see from you when you came back around the second time. But yet we're back at square one again. So why don't we just be friends? Now, he has no clue that I even set that up from the very beginning. Because I knew what Petty Betty was going to do from the gate. Like, it's not shocking to me, and it's not new to me. I just need him to go. And so I said to him, when you decide that you're willing to give me what it is that I ask of you, you let me know. In the meantime, we're going to be friends. And he did not respond to it at all. I, Me knowing him the way that I do... I know that he's going to contact me as if nothing had ever happened. He's not going to say, hey, let us sit down and talk to each other. He's not doing that. So it's going to take me a little while uh, to, to really get him to go away in that sense. Um, I know that somewhere in his heart, somewhere in his heart, he cares about me. Because if he didn't care about me, I wouldn't be able to hurt his feelings. I wouldn't be able to make him feel any type of way at all. He would just be like, I don't care, bye. But that's not what happens. And aside from that, I know that he likes my punani. And to use the word like is an understatement. So here's the point of this podcast. I sat and I had a glass of wine and I reflected on my entire weekend. And I thought about what type of man it is that I need and where it is, what areas can I do better at. And I also self-reflected on past men that I've met. There was one man in particular when I told him that I wasn't emotionally ready to be in a relationship. He was very patient with me. He contacted me every day, all day. And he was building a foundation with me. And I didn't see it that way. 
I was seeing it as I'm introverted. I can't take all of this communication. You know, I don't want to speak to you all day. I need space. I need a moment. You know, it's too much. I can't take clingy. I just can't. But in hindsight, I now appreciate what he was doing. Even though he said some stupid things from out of his mouth. (laughs) And an example of that is when I said to him, would you like to get married? Because I think he was 50 years old or something like that. He had never been married, doesn't have any children. And so he said, the only way I'm getting married is if I have sex seven days a week. And I felt like saying, even during those seven days while I'm ministrating, but I didn't say that. But that's an example of the stupid things he says out of his mouth. Oh, God. (laughs) But nevertheless, I do appreciate that he understood the value of having a significant other, the value of the art of communication. I appreciated the fact that he understood how to be patient and understanding of a woman's emotional needs. Then there was another guy. I really liked him. The only thing that I didn't like about him And I didn't see it personally, but I had a hunch was that his anger was scary. But other than that, I really liked the guy. He would tell me he was going away way before he had even left. He would video call me. He would call me. He would text me. By the time I turned my cell phone on in the morning the first text message was from him he spoke life into me I love the way that he spoke about God whenever I needed some time from him uh, I would just tell him and he was there he said okay this is when I have my free time so when do you have your free time okay I'm there and he was there like Johnny on the spot he was there he didn't miss a beat We watched movies together, we talked, just the things that I had needed to emotionally connect with the man he gave me. He went above and beyond my expectations. And in hindsight, looking at that, I appreciate it. They say you you never appreciate what you have until it's gone. And I am too old to be going through that phase. I really am. And so, you know, these two men, I can appreciate. They are 360 degrees different from the one that I had just broken up with. And this man that I had broken up with, he can't give me what I need. He's not ready. 
And aside from that, God is blocking it anyway. I mean, we both say the same things. We both want the same things. But for some damn reason, we're just not connecting. And I'm not even going to say it's just some damn reason. I'm just going to say God has put up a firmament. He, he's the one that keeps us separated. I think that God really doesn't want him to be in my life to that extent. God don't approve, and there's nothing that I can do about it. So, the point of this podcast is to say to you, to really evaluate yourself and what it is that you want from out of a significant other. And to really think about what it is that you can pour into your significant other. It's not just a one-way street. It's not just all about you, how you feel and what you think and what you think. It's really all about togetherness. And I said it before, I say it again, I even created a podcast titled Communication is Key. Communication really is key. You have to be transparent, at least to a certain degree, until you know that you can feel emotionally safe with confiding in someone about how you really feel about circumstances and situations. At least be transparent enough with the person to tell them how you feel about them and where they stand with you what your plans and your intentions are with them. And the same way, the concept of speaking affirmations into the atmosphere is a cause and effect. The very energy and the time that you put into a relationship is what you will get back. If you're giving nothingness, that's what you'll get back. If you're giving arrogance and narcissism and selfishness and inconsideration, you're going to get that back. I'm preaching to the choir. Shalom.